1: Welcome family friends fans and foes it's time once again for Never Sleeps Networks Talking Wrestling I am your host comedian Casey Corbin and thank you for joining me I am in the comedy wrestling dojo in my apartment today and uh, we got a great show for you but before we get to that show just a few announcements hit us up on those social media's at the TNW pod on the Twitter at uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and at talkingwrestling@gmail.com at gmail.com, as well as Talking Wrestling on Facebook. So just hit us up on all those things when you have a chance. Also, this week, coming up, starting in April uh, the 14th, Fergus, Ontario, Hacksaw Jim Duggan will be there at the Goofy Noofy Pub. So come on down. I'll be a part of that show. On uh, April 15th at Absolute Comedy in Toronto, Hacksaw Jim Duggan will be there too. Hacksaw is going to be in all these shows. These are his listings for Canada. And uh, in Canada, things are different. We don't say, USA, USA. We say, where are you from? The States. Oh, USA. So that's the difference how we say it up here. But I'm pretty sure Hacksaw will still USA it out. So Kingston, Monday, April 16th. Don Cherry Sports Grill. There's two minds I'd like to meet in the same room. Don Cherry and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Tuesday, April 17th, Gananoque, at the Fire Hall. oh And uh, Wednesday, April 18th, Belleville, Ontario at the Legends Pub, because he is a WWE legend. Actually, a also Hall of Famer. Uh, Thursday, April 19th, St. Catharines at Showtime Comedy and Entertainment. Tickets for that, uh, Showtime.com. Folks, those are the announcements. I am excited, because next week's guest will be Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So... We can ask him all the questions that we need to know. Like, did he really look hard for Sapphire when Sapphire went missing that year at SummerSlam? And he helped, uh, he had to help Dusty. Dusty's like, he was like, I saw, have you seen where Sapphire went? That's a lot of S's in one sentence for Dusty to handle. But still, he was like, Where did Sapphire go? I saw. And Hacksaw's like, I'll go check Dusty. And then uh, that was pretty much the sketch. So Hacksaw Jim Duncan will be doing all those dates. We are excited for those dates. And uh, hit us up on all those socials. But let's get to our show. We're reviewing WrestleMania weekend. I hope you had a great WrestleMania weekend. I had a great WrestleMania weekend. And uh, my roommate had a great WrestleMania weekend. I think he did. And I've got him right now on the line. He's not here in the apartment. Well, the apartment is still clean. Like he left it. Good boy. Uh, (laughs) Jeff McHenry. And, uh, thank you for joining us on the on the Talking Wrestling Podcast once again. Thank you for uh, thank you for having
0: me, Casey. Yes, it's the cleanest our apartment's been because the landlord was coming in to install two smoke detectors, and uh, I hit my head and broke a mirror uh, during a seizure last year, and uh, I was scared that the landlord was going to kick me out because of that. But she just said, "Oh, those mirrors are garbage," and that was what i was freaking
1: out over well and mind you she said that when your reflection was in the mirror how do you feel about that (laughs) that's uh that's true it's funny because when i I would go on tour and leave jeff behind i always have fears of him burning down the house and i come back and there's like (laughs) two new fire alarms it's just the opposite happened it's fantastic we're worried about the mirrors getting in trouble for the mirrors. Like, we, not only did the mirrors shatter and they look like uh, Paul Stanley's kiss guitar, but you know we got seven fourteen years of bad luck on the both of us there because there's two giant mirrors. And turns out none of it matters. That's right. So, how did you like WrestleMania weekend?
0: Overall, I thought it was uh, I thought it was very good. Yeah, I was uh, entertained through uh, most of it.
1: Okay, well, let's start right at the beginning. Let's start with the Hall of Fame. How did you like the Hall of Fame show? Uh, I liked the Hall of Fame. It ran too long, but uh, no, 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 does. no. I could have used more Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> like if if Hillbilly Jim could have sang his country song as well, oh, that yeah. would be the best. My God, Hillbilly Jim's speech went longer than his career. It did. It uh, it absolutely did. Yeah. Did it seem like to you for a while after he was like he was just naming wrestlers just to get pops?
0: yeah it definitely did seem like that's what he was doing it was uh yeah like he uh, he didn't deserve to be there in the first
1: place and uh, he ended up talking the longest oh my uh, God out of everybody yeah. and not only that because like it got off to such a good start because edge and Christian were so fucking entertaining with the Dudley's intro and then not only that Christian got a huge pop because he should be in the Hall of Fame which we all know. And then all of a sudden, the Dudleys come out, and they're entertaining as ever, and they're fantastic. Yeah, I did. I did
0: think, uh, like you always hear the stories about Bubba Ray being a dick, and I thought he was a dick uh, in his Hall of Fame thing. Like he was burning Devon, but like not in like a friendly way. I didn't think it was
1: like. Well, I think like, when you spend that much of yeah. time together, you know, like look at one of them went the uh, management route, and the other one went indie. It's clear that they went their separate ways. You know, that's true. You couldn't go. Yeah, you it, couldn't go in two more di- indirect directions. Does that make any sense? That does. That
0: does, uh, Yeah, yeah. I, I actually agree with your point there. Like, I can't wait to see how we passively aggressively talk to each other in 10 years <laughs> after spending so
1: much time. With yeah, each when other. we but... when we make the Dupont Street Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe is going to introduce us because <laughs> uh-huh. he does the same he does the same hand gestures as the uh, Dudleys <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah I thought it was funny how Bubba Ray it's the Hall of Fame you have to be gracious for 20 minutes or in Hillbilly Jim's case four and a
1: half hours and yeah he still couldn't pull it off he was just now uh, how, you want to talk about okay so then uh, Ivory speech another one I could have went and it could have went a little shorter holy fuck
0: they need to fire whatever writer said why don't you make it wedding themed
1: that was horrible <laughs> and whatever something glow borrowed, was something blue oh my god <laughs> i know it was so horrible but good for ivory for going in long career you know mm-hmm. uh, just a, a even longer speech um <laughs> you know by the end of the glow there was nothing but glimmer you know, uh, was, uh, you know, it was, you know, your little purple scarf at the end and the, the right to censor. Okay, yeah, yeah. But good for her. Uh, she's uh, well deserving to go in. Next was, um, oh boy, is, uh, is I, I, I'm sorry, but my least favorite part of the Hall of Fame every year is the Dana Warrior speech. Not necessarily the award. Just the Dana Warrior speech. We don't need to hear her regurgitate the same speech every single year. You know? Like, how do you feel about the, the Dana Warrior speech and the war? Uh, I, I enjoy, I, I like how much you hate
0: Dana Warrior, so I just wanted to hear you uh, well, I think uh, she looks like, go off on her. Well, I
1: think she looks like Mr. Burns in drag. <laughs>
0: She
1: does look like Mr. Burns. Yeah, she <laughs> has that nose and the mouth of Mr. Burns and those beagly eyes. Like, she should wear the Ultimate Warrior makeup once in a while, so I don't have to see Mr. Burns. Now, I will say this: Given the award to JJ Jarius, you know I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that mm-hmm. kid. You can put that kid on commentary. I could listen to him all day. And did he not deliver a great speech? At least yeah, at no, least I like him on commentary better and I like Coach, that's for sure. Yeah. Dude, he's better than Coach. They should put him on commentary. I would love to see him like call out the Miz and he doesn't care. He trash talks everyone. I love he's like, come on, WWE. This is your Gary Coleman? You've got a Gary Coleman. And you're not gonna you're not gonna why wasn't he Braun Strowman's partner? That's what I want to know. <laughs> at least he would have been entertaining on the outside of the ring. Like if you're gonna go, go all the way. Jesus, right. I thought he was great. I'm glad he got his award. Uh, who was next uh, after the Jarius was the, uh, you know, there's about 12 or 15 people that just get into the Hall of Fame with no, you know, no glory at all, right? Oh, the, yeah, the old people? Yeah. Yeah, like Lord Alfred Hayes. They're like, you remember him from being a sidekick, Mr. McMahon. I'm like, you're not going to mention his 9-inch dick? You're not going to mention how big his dick was? Seriously. Everybody knows that. Do you not? Do we not do people know? No? Okay. Well, it is urban legend. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I heard his dick's so big, and uh, Mr. Fuji almost cooked it up for dinner one time. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But, um... Uh, I just love the, I, I love the fact that somewhere in a
0: uh, hotel room in Saskatchewan, because you just came off tour... One night you got back to the hotel at one thirty, and you wrote down a joke
1: about Lord Alfred Hayes' dick. <laughs> that I did. <laughs> Actually, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's could, a could have got laid on the road. Just, no, 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 no. Priorities. I've got, I've, I've, I've got things to do tonight. No. I, uh, I do, I do. Yeah, I've Mr. Got... Fuji eat his dick, <laughs> <laughs> cooked up his dick, yeah. and served it to a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, named Stephen Regal. No, the um <laughs> the uh, British guy. So the, uh, the the Hall of Fame went on, of course. Who else went in? We uh, uh Double J. I thought Double J had the best speech of the night. Double J did have the best speech. Oh, and then Mark Henry. And the, the bets were on. Like it's one to one the odds that Mark Henry will cry, you know? <laughs> um but I'm telling he, you right, like well, he cries more than me in high school. And dude. That, uh my goodness, he, he cries more than me on prom night. I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. But you know what? He popped me. Okay, because first of all, every year somebody breaks out the Owen stories, and Owen is a big part of the Hall of Fame every single year. And this year's no different. Um, when I met Jeff Jarrett, I almost welled up and cried because when I think of Jeff Jarrett, my favorite part of Jeff Jarrett's career was when him and Owen were a tag team. And they were so good together. They were so good. And... I said to him, "I really loved." He said, "Nice shirt." I was wearing my Macho Man shirt. I'm like, "Thank you," and then I said, "I loved you with Owen Hart," and he was like, "I loved being with him," and you know, and it was just like a really nice moment. And uh, when he brought up Owen and told some stories, it was great. But when Mark Henry brought up, you know, like I knew he was trained by the Hearts, but I don't know how many other people know that because there was Glenn Kulka was also like there was a whole slew of wrestlers that Bret Hart when he disappeared for that year. He was, like, training wrestlers as well as getting better. Nobody ever mentions, like, you know, that he was doing that, you know. But for him to go on about Mark, Mark Henry, to go on about how great the hearts were and then tell his own stories. But then when he just said, Martha, I was like... And then he started bawling, and then I started bawling. I was like, do it. Do it. You, Somebody has to just fucking say it. Like, you know, and and I loved what he said. This is not from the fans. This is not from the, the company. This is from... His other brothers, he's like he needs to be let in, you know, it's like OJ has the birthright to come and accept his father's legacy, and like, O-J, yeah, OJ, not OJ, no, 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 it's OJ because uh, <laughs> look at you didn't know him as well as I did. Not, not all the kids drank black coffee. OJ drank OJ. That's what I found out. No, no, but um, I that was a very emotional for me. And it was a message, I think, that, that needed to be said. Oddly enough, that was the only part that they didn't show the hearts. Uh, whether it be Natty, TJ. Well, I think, it, I think if they would have shown them, it would have been, like, you know. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, uh, I'm sure Vince was like, like, don't, this lawsuit, fucking, oh. don't go anywhere near <laughs> the hearts. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then, uh, so Mark Henry's was great, I thought. And then Goldberg just coming out. D- delivering a speech like it's one of his matches, you know. <laughs> Holy crap! If there ever was a need for an editor,
0: I don't give a fuck about Goldberg's in-laws' acreage of their <laughs> their farm in Saskatchewan. He, he literally said, uh, uh, "In-laws, they got a six hundred,
1: you know, acre." Green Farm in Saskatchewan. Nobody gives a fuck. Goldberg. Well, wait, wait. He maybe he said it because fucking maybe their name. They don't like the neighbors, and the neighbors could be Brock and fucking Rena. That is true. That's I didn't even think about that. But yeah, yeah. Maybe imagine if there was like some sort of inside dig there, because there was no inside <laughs> dig when he just said, "I thought it was stupid when they broke my streak on my birthday." Kevin Nash. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love how he had, like, you know, he said what he loved. He said he always wanted to be a role model. So he just had to find the right job to make him become a role model. I thought that was fantastic, and I thought it was good, the way uh, the way he called out Kevin Hart. I mean, Kevin Hart, Kevin Nash. He could call out Kevin Hart now, but Kevin Hart shows up with The Rock, so it doesn't matter. So that was pretty much the Hall of Fame, and I was, like every Hall of Fame, it made me emotional.
0: I know you're bawling your eyes out. Josie,
1: what? Oh my Are God we we totally us? we totally forgot about Kid Rock yes 100 mm-hmm. percent now that Kid Rock's in uh, next year I think we can I think it's fair to say that Lemmy from Motorhead should go in next so yeah because it seems to me that they're never gonna fucking induct Andy Kaufman so
0: yeah, it's weird like yeah like Kaufman should be in Cindy
1: Lauper should be in those and, two yeah. right there Cindy Lauper and Andy Kaufman should both be in especially Cindy Lauper <laughs> considering that she's a woman. And she was an an, an integral—is that a word? You know, a very integral, impo- yeah, integral, yeah. yeah and a very important part uh, <laughs> to WrestleMania. Not only WrestleMania, <laughs> but the whole rock and wrestling connection was all spawned from Cindy Lauper. Yes, yeah, so, it was, yeah. So, uh, why, if WrestleMania is the celebration, why isn't Cindy Lauper, who took a kick in the head from Roddy fucking Piper? Why, where's her spot? You know. So questions, questions. But that's the thing with the with the Hall of Fame. It's a, you know, it's a constant argument. Folks out there in listener land, let us know uh, what you liked and what you didn't like. Hit us up on the Twitter, TNW Pod. Let us know. Jeff, any final comments with Hall of Fame, or we can we move on to the to what's next? Yeah, we can move
0: on. Yeah. Overall, I didn't think it was one of the stronger Hall of Fames. Like performance-wise, I thought. I thought Jared gave a good speech, and I, I, I
1: thought Kid Rock had the second best speech of the night, and that's saying something. So. <laughs> well, that was pretty funny too. He's like, you know, don't do politics. He goes up and does politics. You know. Yeah. So right. if God's like God does does not care, don't mention morning Stone
0: Pimp, if I can recall from my days when I was 15 and listened to his music.
1: Yeah, yeah totally, totally. Um, so we're going into NXT now. And Mm -hmm. uh, NXT, uh, NXT, uh, I was going to (laughs) say, so many wrestlers have went up to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. I feel like it's NXT Leftovers. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next NXT pay-per-view. NXT Leftovers, you know. But next uh, NXT's uh, pay-per-view card, uh, once again, you know, it shows the world that when it comes to indie wrestling, the WWE does it just as well as anyone else, and yeah, uh, yeah, they certainly do. Yeah. yeah, they can do Ring of Honor just as good as Ring of Honor, and um, each match was great. Uh, we start off with the ladder match, which was fantastic, with the six way ladder match, and uh, won by Adam Cole, Bay Bay, which was just amazing. A lot of good spots. Yeah
0: really good spots you know me i don't like anything new so yeah that adam cole Bay thing it took a while for that
1: to yeah well that's that's but that's, o- but that's only it. that's only new to you because you don't watch uh you don't watch pwg <laughs> you know you don't watch Ring of of no no so a lot of these things aren't new at all but yeah adam cole who always he reminds me of Shawn michaels to be honest just a fantastic performance velveteen dream god patrick clark's great 22 years old and that kid is so good already Uh, Who else was that Great in that match Um, Ricochet Ricochet is just amazing That moonsault was incredible I'm so lucky I got to see him live In PWG in uh, last October but what about uh, Who's that giant Solomon guy Yeah Lars Sullivan He looks like a Kurgan a regular Kurgan (laughs) What an ugly Mug that guy's got uh-huh. oh jeepers but good on him he had a great match and uh huh. one part where uh, the guy just they just put the ladder across the uh, the table to the apron and they ran the guy into it and they're like he's gotta run out of his breath like it's like he barely hit it but Mario uh or Mario really oversold it you know but I thought that was great but um fantastic matches all around like that match was great. The girls' match was fantastic. And I really like matches that feel like
0: fights, and that felt like a fight. You know what I mean? It had legitimacy to it. I I really like Shayna Baszler
1: a lot. Well, it seems to me like she, you know, like she brings that MMA realness to it. Like, we haven't seen what Ronda's fully capable of doing yet, but Shayna is a beast, and it's believable that she would kick the shit out of all these girls. As great as Alexa Bliss is as a wrestler... It's not believable to me that she could even beat Nia Jax if Nia Jax was angry. No, I didn't. I didn't like that match at all. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get it. to that. But you know what I mean. Like, I mean, like, at some point, like, that's like, you know, where Brock Lesnar doesn't want to wrestle Daniel Bryan because he's like, look, it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he thinks the match should be. People would not believe it that he could compete with me. I found that interesting. But the Shayna Brazler match, just fantastic where she uh, she hit her elbow. Was it her elbow? No, her shoulder. She knocked her shoulder out and moved it back in, which I thought was a crazy spot. It's like, that's right out a lethal weapon. So, fantastic match. Of course, we also had the three-way for the, um, the tag titles, and now the authors of Pain are now moving on upwards, as um, Adam Cole... Uh, won the tag belts and the U.S. title that night for the Undisputed Era, and with Roderick Strong turning on his partner and joining the Undisputed Era. What are your thoughts on that, Jeff?
0: Yeah, yeah, the, uh, sorry, I will just North American title, not U.S. title.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough, North yeah, American just, title.
0: I, I made two mistakes, you remember, I made two mistakes the first time I was on the
1: show, and it just, Ate really you up? It, it ate you, you up inside. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really did. So I, uh, yeah, I can't can't let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, North American title, yes, yes. Yes, but yeah, no, it's it's cool. Yeah, I I think you're right with
0: you saying the comparisons to Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got multiple belts now. So I I definitely can see them
1: doing like a click thing with i them. think it's a NXT. it's gonna be a click thing or maybe a little bit of a horseman thing you know because there's four of them so and uh and that's great and then of course we have the championship match as well which is um uh who was in the championship match the champion the luchador the famous luchador and, yes and he was uh wrestling against uh, uh who was Aleister he black alistair black yes and uh, that was a fantastic match. They've had a, quite the feud. It seems to me that NXT is really good at letting the feuds run their course. And then, you know, they know what they're doing. Like, they don't just abandon storylines two weeks in. No, yeah, it's a slow
0: build like it was. Uh, but you can tell Triple H likes old school wrestling.
1: Yes. Because, yeah, it, it, he doesn't do three-week storyline. And if it's not
0: working, then we'll just drop it. It's a build over a couple of weeks or a couple of months. It's nice. Agreed. It's a cool way to do storytelling.
1: Of course, the final match wasn't even the championship match. The final match was uh, the feud that seems like it's been going on since, um, well, the story. The story of these two has been going on since the the junior uh, light heavyweight classic there that they had where uh, Gargano faced... Uh, Chompa in the uh, in the first round and then they went on from there and Then the story of them two as a tag team and then splitting up and then Everything builds it up all the way up to this moment where this match wasn't even sanctioned. They had the ref just there to count the pin or, or the tap out and uh, Easily the best match of the night and they must they gave him like a good 45 minutes to go with this match
0: Yeah, it was refreshing to see
1: a match go that long in the modern WWE era. It was was cool. Great storytelling. um, A headshot with with the crutch, Crutch, which you don't see too much too often. Spots on the concrete, you don't see that very often. Uh, A very violent wrestling match, like lots of wrestling, but lots of violence too. You know, Chompa looks great. He just looks so good. Like his look is fantastic. Yeah, he looks like a heel for sure. Yeah, and he has and the only problem I have with this match is the audience. Because look at it, if I'm there with my kid, I don't have kids, but if I had kids and I'm taking them there, I don't want them being in an environment where the fucking grown men are chanting fuck you, Champa. You know, or yelling asshole at him. It's just like what if like think about the kids. If you're out there and you're one of those people that yell, fuck you, or asshole, at live events that children are there. Think about the kids. Because maybe this is their first time they got to go to wrestling. And maybe their parents are like, okay, I'm going to take you to wrestling. They don't understand wrestling. So the parents who don't like wrestling take their kid to the wrestling. And a bunch of fuck you, chompas chants start. Guess what? That kid's never going to get to go back to wrestling. Why? Because because you're a grown adult. Who wants to yell out, fuck you, thinking you're on the internet, you're not, you're live, you're in person, there are kids around with you, grow the fuck up, alright? I can say fuck because it's explicit on the fucking thing, when you download it. But, in public, fuck you, Chompa. Like, seriously, I can't stand when the fans go in business for themselves, and and they just like drive me insane. You know, uh, the main event at Wrestlemania... The fans ruined that. Like it was Brock and Stone Cold all over again. You know? Um, just, oh, man. But we'll get to that later. Other than that, NXT, fantastic card. Really enjoyable and well done all all over again. And uh, good luck on your next card with your lack of talent because everybody has moved up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. With your AWA 1990 roster that you have. NXT leftover coming up next, except for except for Saudi Arabia's royal, the greatest Royal Rumble of them all. Yes, the one without women. Um, actually, the greatest Royal Rumble of them all might have been the one with women. But this is crazy. They're doing a fifty-man Royal Rumble, and then they have all these seven matches. And of course, no women are on the card at all because it's Saudi Arabia. So. That's a little ridiculous, as much as, as the movement for the Divas, you know, uh, you know, revolution. the revolution has moved forwards, it's doing a halt when it comes to Saudi Arabia, so at least you got to wrestle in India. So um, we're in a WrestleMania now, of course, uh, we'll just, uh, the pre-show, two battle royals and a cruiserweight match, and the cruiserweight match, I thought those guys worked hard, but I thought nobody cared. Nobody cares. Nobody it's cares. It's like Michinoku versus Two Sexy Brian Christopher all over again. Like, yeah, they,
0: just, they don't know how to do cruiser weights, and the and the crowd doesn't give a shit.
1: Well, I was watching two hundred five last week, and they were chanting, "This is awesome!" The fans that stayed, and it was it was a good card. Like it was a good two or three matches, but um. I don't know. I just, they had
0: uh, the workhorse, the Brian Kendrick, your favorite wrestler.
1: There's just too much going on, too. Like, <laughs> I you know I hate Brian Kendrick. I I, I know you do. And uh, the little flag that he comes oh out and god dances he just with. he just wants to be Axel Rose, and he's not even anything. He's not Axel or Rose. He's nothing. I'm trying to think of a pun right now, but I can't even think of one because he's so horrible. Now, with that said, the girls' match. There was a little shenanigans at the end. Of course, we thought Becky might get something, um, but uh, at the end, uh, um, Naomi wins, and mm-hmm. um, and then, of course, in the men's, um, the royal. I was just happy Bailey lost. Uh, as much as you
0: hate Brian Kendrick, I hate
1: Bailey. You know I, <laughs> I Absolutely, she talks like jack swagger. I don't like her. No, we know you do. You no, know, you do not like. And I've I've been less of a Bailey fan lately too. Um, There's just so many other wrestlers to like. So then, okay. So anyways, we uh, we have the, we covered the Battle Royals. Uh, of course, Matt Hardy wins the other one um, because Bray Wyatt comes out of the the Lake of uh, what is it? The of Reincarnation. Reincarnation, and now is a good guy, I guess, and he's helped uh, Matt uh, win the Royal Rumble. I mean the battle royal for under the giant, which means uh, congratulations. Now you're on a list with Baron Corbin, so that's <laughs> of all the lists that I want to be on, it's one with Baron Corbin. Uh, and and, I... Oh yeah. Oh wait, is there anybody else can be added to the list that might be impressive? How about what's his name? A oh, fucking always too hype <laughs> Mojo Riley. How about Mojo right. Raleigh? Thank God Gronk was on his fucking cruise this year. Somehow, he went two years in a row. I know it's so brutal. So we go into WrestleMania. The match starts. We start with the Triple Threat Intercontinental Title match, and uh, it went the way that I thought it would. Fantastic match. I thought the booking was solid on it. I don't think I thought that was the best booking possible towards the match. It made sense to me that Seth Rollins would win because, you know, give them his a break. He just had a baby, and uh, and Baylor doesn't seem to get, you know. They've already gave him enough losses that it doesn't really affect them, right? People yeah. love, as long as you have a good gimmick and a song that people can dance to or do something, they'll like you forever. So, you know, or, well, maybe not. Sorry, Fandango. Um, what did you think of that match?
0: It was a good match, yeah. The the only thing like the they've done such a bad job of the IC title, like Rollins getting it almost felt like a demotion to me.
1: Maybe a demotion to him, but they're really playing up the uh the Grand Slam win, yeah, right? Sure. So after the um the Oscar, I mean the uh the Rollins win, we go second match right away. Charlotte versus Oscar. And uh wow, like what a weird place to put that match. But yeah, they put it on too early, for sure. They put it on way too early. This is a match that I would have thought would have been in the last three or four matches. Uh, definitely in the second half. I would have flipped Nia Jax and um, and the Asuka match, to be honest. But however, uh, we're, we're seeing a, a, a lengthy match between Charlotte and Asuka. And it's everything that I wanted. A fantastic match between two amazing performers uh there was no shenanigans uh it was it was all great and in the end Charlotte wins which is the way I think it should go a lot of people are upset they're like oh well two year two year uh, undefeated streak gone to waste well it's, it's settle down Goldberg it's not a real fucking streak like who cares the Oscar is still Oscar she's still awesome did you think out of her losing did you think she came out looking weak in that match at all in any way
0: no, and I, I understand, like, if they want to build to Charlotte versus Ronda, like, it, I, I think Charlotte's a better choice than Asuka versus Ronda. Well,
1: of career. course, of course. One is, is an heiress to a wrestling legacy. She is the queen, and she's, you know, physically a phenom when it comes to women. In the, she's the biggest woman there and the most fit, like, like size-wise. I would say she's the closest thing that they've had resembling china in a long time as far as like a girl that's built in that way she's very like you know she's very muscular uh and she's tall you know she's what gotta be at least six one she towers over someone like alexa bliss and 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 she can wrestle she is an amazing wrestler but so is oscar and that's why they had an amazing match to me, I thought, you know, top, maybe top three matches of the night. Yeah, for sure. So right after that match, we went into, uh, what was the next match after that, Jeff? We have the U.S. title. Yeah, the four-way? Yep. We now, have, uh, who did you think should have won that?
0: I, Rusev, I thought the place would like the place would have gone nuts with some Rusev Day chance if he would have won that, um. I understand gender winning it. It makes sense for the foreign guy to have the U.S. title so he can do the whole you know Americans are crap. But if they're going to do that, why didn't he win the tournament?
1: You know, no, well maybe, maybe like a it's month just, ago. Maybe and they
0: even the- lose, and that a uh, uh, R- R- road dog doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, man. I'm I'm with everybody that criticizes
1: him. But... Maybe maybe. Um... The Saudi Arabia deal hadn't went through yet, so Jinder didn't need to be champ at that point. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Jinder's the champ again because they're going back to Saudi Arabia, and they're like, yeah, we better put a Middle, you know, middle Eastern guy in as the U.S. champ. They'll dig that. That'll be funny. Just don't tell me he's Canadian. Okay, good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, our Middle Eastern guy from Calgary. Yeah. Yeah, the Middle East of Canada. Um, It's not. It's in the West. It doesn't even make sense. So I, I thought that, that it was going to be go to Rusev, and I thought it was going to be Rusev Day, and I was surprised. And uh, you know what? Anytime I can be swerved, and there's a different win than what I thought, it's great. I just didn't want Randy Orton to win, just because tired of it. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that match. It didn't piss me off. So the uh, next match we go right into. Was the next match the tag team? Yes, it was uh Curtin uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the next match, well, personally... I thought this match should have went on. When it came up in the middle, I was like, oh my god, we're halfway through already. But at the same time, I was like, you know, okay, I was happy with the placement in the card. But after watching the match, I was like, oh, they should have put that on at the end. I really... Yeah, I,
0: I, I think you could, uh, you could see, because
1: it's Ronda's first match, so you don't know. You didn't know. How, yeah, she's going to actually do, but the way they laid it out and everything... It was so well done.
0: Yeah, nothing could follow it. No, uh, nothing did
1: follow it. I popped hard several times in that match. First of all, when Kurt Angle came back, this is the Kurt Angle that we were missing. When he came back with the shield, you know, he the, he was doing the, the gimmick Kurt Angle. Like, um, look at me, I'm goofy Kurt Angle. I got a shield Shield sh- shirt on, you know. But this is like vintage American tights, Kurt Angle, you suck. And he comes out and he fucking wrestles, and he like I'm telling you back body drops and and slingshots and and just uh, suplexes and him and Hunter just having a, you know it looked like it was 15 20 years ago with these two in the ring. I have to tell you I thought Steph was fantastic in the match. Uh, her wrestling was good, her heel work was amazing. You know just at the start where Kurt's trying to get back to get to the tag to Ronda, and she goes and trips the feet up and fucking Rhonda falls down and hits her face on the apron. And then she runs back around. Like, yeah, she should be smarter than Rhonda. You know? She's fucking Stephanie McMahon, you know, like I love that spot. I thought it was great. And then when you saw Rhonda get into the ring, wow. I was overwhelmed at how good she was.
0: No, she was fantastic. She she absolutely was. Um yeah, no, that, that's that's the best match on the show uh, by far, I thought. Uh, well, Charlotte and was really good too, but uh, like, man, it was just talk about having the crowd
1: the whole way through. It was it was fantastic. Even when she went at it with Hunter too, was great too, and uh, yeah, everything about it was just fantastic. I just I really thoroughly enjoyed the match, and you know, made me I wanted to see more, and I'm so happy for uh, Ronda Rousey because a lot of people were worried about how this would going to go and now I just think the future looks so bright if they just book it smart. Just maybe just leave Ronda's bookings in Hunter's hands only and build her and like, you know, like everything that Cornette said, she should be having short, fast matches from here on out. If they can find her, like build her a Goldberg-type streak, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, and so, so next year, WrestleMania, she goes up against Charlotte Flair, who, after such a great WrestleMania performance, would do the job to Carmella on SmackDown. Uh, that's just ridiculous. Um, but it happened. It happened. And Carmella, good for her for getting that. And uh, So the tag team came out next, um, the SmackDown uh, belts. And uh, this is also the right decision. I thought the Bruce Brothers, or what do you call them, the, bun- the Bungeon Cakes, the, <laughs> the Wyatt, the left uh, Wyatts. First of all, I just, I, I had to, like, to me,
0: knowing you as a man who smokes uh, copious amounts of weed, uh, like little people dressed as pancakes, I was, like, I was like, wow, I can't believe that you're not writing for them
1: because that seems like something you would have written. Well, um, that just seemed, no, I don't, I'm not for that at all. You I'm didn't not for, enjoy that? I thought for sure. Look at, there would have been something you would have been laughing at. I think, I think I went to the washroom during the new day entrance because I knew it was going to be a long one. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, look at, I'm not on board with the pancake throwing and I get it. They're like, you know what? Print a fucking poem on the back of the pancake and then read it and then throw it. That's what I'd like to see. Little Lanny Poffo. You know, how about a new day there? How about, uh, here's a New Day poem, you know? And then at the end, it goes, I've got a cock the size of Lord Alfred Hayes. Not his cock, but the whole size of him. Like eight feet. So the, the Bludgeon Brothers, the, 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 the Wyatts, the Was-its, the the its <laughs> um the Whozits. the who's, it's, the who's it's, the what's it's. what's it they won the titles and i think they're a great uh, tag team and uh, they might have a good run with those belts cuz the smackdown shakeups and the and the shakeups happening this week so i think we can expect the usos to be heading over to raw so who knows though but however these Blungeon brothers the apostles of of po- apocalypse of who are these guys the apostles the authors <laughs> of pain the authors of pain <laughs> the, the bl- and the... <laughs> this is the part of the show where Casey's real foggy. Uh, by this point in the WrestleMania, <laughs> I was almost ready for a nap. And the apostrophes of the Apocalypse. Uh, let's, just say, just yeah. let's just say. Let's just say, I'm not down with AOP, uh, especially after dumping Paul Ellering. Oh, that happened on Raw. Um, I but yeah, uh, not, this match was okay. I thought it was all right, it served its purpose. Where else do we go? On to the next. Uh, what do we have? What Taker else? versus Cena. Well, nice. no. Let's now. Let's not forget. Okay, Cena lost to Taker inside three minutes. But what do you expect? He just beat fucking Elias, and Elias is a way better wrestler than the Undertaker. At least right now he is. So you have two matches in one night back to back. Not to mention <laughs> all the scary shit of the Undertaker's entrance to deal with. What if Cena is afraid of the dark? That's why you can't see him because he's in the dark. He's afraid. And what if uh, breathing in that dry ice could affect you, I tell you. So um, Cena, uh, everybody talks about him losing to The Undertaker. I'd rather talk about him beating Elias. Nobody was bothered that he beat Elias. Elias is still over. But then he loses to The Undertaker. And uh, people were upset it wasn't the, uh, the American badass. But uh, it was The Undertaker nonetheless. You notice he came out from halfway on the ramp. Not the full way. Uh, I don't think. And um that was a good way to do it. Just give him a nice uh, twenty minute match, you know? Two minute match, sorry. So um, <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting.
0: I didn't I didn't know what to what to think of it. But yeah, there was no way Taker should be having
1: like a fifteen minute match, but Well somebody should have told Braun because I initially I think Braun went into the crowd looking for Cena. It's just that nobody gave him the update. <laughs>
0: For sure, like the people that used to bitch about Cena never puts anybody over. When's the last time Cena won a match on pay per view? Exactly, been, he's been very, very unselfish
1: since he's he is unselfish, out. he's totally unselfish. Like, and now you watch him on Jimmy Kimmel, they had Jimmy Kimmel last week, they had Cena on one night, not even promoting WrestleMania, just promoting cock blockers, and uh, which I've already seen, it's not all rotten, it's pretty good. And they had The Rock on the night before. So they had Cena and The Rock on, and they were sort of jibber-jabbering each other, which led me to believe that maybe The Rock will show up and something will happen because, you know, The Rock's mom and daughter are in the fucking front row, you know? And The Rock's jibber-jabbering at Cena, and then they're going back and forth, and they both have movies to promote right now. Like, imagine The Rock comes down, and he's on a rampage! You know, There, there's their little promotion. I'm surprised he didn't. Do it, but hey, but still, the match in itself, you know, good for good for Taker. I guess it's not over. So next we have the um, oh my God, the SmackDown match, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Now uh, Shane McMahon did not have any crazy, crazy Shane McMahon moments in this because I think just uh, wrestling with diverticulitis is crazy enough.
0: Yeah, he's insane for getting in the ring and doing
1: what he did. I, yeah, he I, still I, did a Van Daminator, <laughs> or a Van Exterminator. He still did a Van Dam move. You know what I mean? Corner to corner, mm-hmm. post to post. There, there's,
0: yeah, there, yeah. I have to believe that WWE. I can see why Daniel Bryan was mad at them for the <laughs> time It's like, like Shane's, like Daniel Bryan can't wrestle because of a concussion and.
1: Gene guts are falling out of his asshole <laughs> and then in like 2 weeks they're like nah he's fine. Yeah, we'll jack him up on these uh, perks, you know. It's it's like you're not a McMahon, Daniel Bryan, you're just a Cena. So, you're just a Bella. So, so that match was uh, pretty decent. Uh, Daniel Bryan got his uh arm raised and uh, and the Yes chant rained free over the New Orleans Arena.
0: It's great that he's back. And if they don't make him, like, at least the guy
1: on SmackDown, like, he's got to be 1A in the company. Oh, I, I know they'll so. probably be nervous with his, you know, history of injuries and stuff, but, mm-hmm.
0: like, you got to build one of the brands around him. If you're still dead set on Roman being the guy for Raw, Daniel Bryan's got to be the guy for
1: SmackDown. Oh, agreed. Agreed, but... Here we go. Well, uh, also uh, Shinsuke versus AJ World Title. What did you think of that one? Uh, disappointing. You know, it was disappointing because uh, I've seen them fight previously, and I've seen what they can do. And I personally thought AJ Styles had a better match with Chris Jericho last year. Was it last year? Him, him, and Jericho fought two, two years, years ago? ago. Okay. well. he wrestled Shane uh, last year. That's right. A great match, In a great match. Well, this was a good match. It wasn't a great match. To be honest, when I when I watch it, you know, it's uh, I wanted Shinsuke to win, but I guess it wasn't his night. Um, you know, so AJ Styles went over, and then the way they've handled Shinsuke's career, uh, it only made sense for him. As, I, as he was, like, being the good guy at the end, I said, they got to turn him heel now, because what else are you going to do with him? You can't play second fiddle to the champ as the good guy after you just lost you you know he picked him to went to fight because he knew he could beat him like so to turn him heel which i'm glad they did do it there with the ball shot you know that's the only thing they could do to save him now he's important again because now he's a new heel of course none of these stories might matter after next week when they do the shakeup so who knows braun Strowman won the tag team titles yeah, oh,
0: well, we're forgetting one thing, Case. What's that? Uh, well, Nia, Nia
1: Jax, Uh. No, we mentioned one. that earlier. We talked about uh, it. Oh, did we? What did you have I to say to that? That didn't make sense to me. If the story is, you know, she's this huge, you know, killer and they're bullying her, she should have won that match in 40 seconds. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Alexa Bliss is five feet tall. She should have crushed. And I'm sure they did the, you know, the the company thing of, like, she works hard and she carries the belt and she should have her moment. She can, you know, she can have her moment next year at WrestleMania. Yeah. For storyline purposes, Nia Jax should have went in there and killed her in 40 seconds. That's the only way... That would have made sense. I, I don't know. I, I didn't like how that match was booked. No, you're pretty much right. I thought that match was uh, quite boring, to be honest. Uh, yeah, they made it
0: a back and forth contest, which isn't
1: realistic whatsoever. No, you know, Nia Jack should be a monster, and they're they they've now they're making her likable. Oh, now, okay, so this is the angle we're going to go. Embrace yourself, you know, and uh, and whatever and whatnot. That's fine, but she should not be losing to. You know, five feet, girls that are five feet tall, she should be squashing them, like just squashing them. And that match should have been just like a flicker, you know. Then all of a sudden we have them in the last two matches, Braun Strowman and the, and the kid, uh, Nicholas. He's probably an executive's son or nephew or something. Uh, uh referee, apparently. A referee's kid? Mm-hmm. And because I'm watching it, I'm like, does this kid even have a wrestling contract? Like, what's he got? Does he have a license to be in the ring? Like, what is he yeah. doing? Like, this kid That's can't. That's right. That's right. I bet he didn't have a wrestler's license. Yeah, I that- fucking guarantee you there was no wrestling. I know anything goes in New Orleans, but fuck that shit, man. Um, yeah, I feel like the bars get
0: a case there. Like, they should have their
1: titles. I think, I think so, too. They should too. Have to wrestle for them. They should not have to wrestle to them. The bar should fucking go to the bar. Not that bar, (laughs) the other bar, and fucking plead their case. Yeah, yeah, there
0: was an unlicensed
1: wrestler involved in our our title match. match. Yeah, exactly. All because he couldn't find Cena, because he didn't know Cena already wrestled and left. He just thought, Cena's in the audience tonight. I've seen him. Seen him. So, again, now they've failed with Braun, because Braun is no longer a monster. He's now uh, a child-friendly ogre. I don't know where they go from from now to Braun, but you know this was so stupid. I'm convinced they're trying to give Hulk Hogan a heart attack.
0: And like we we all saw like the photos of him at the premiere with Triple
1: H. Yeah, uh, at the Andre premiere, and I guarantee he was like, here oh, Braun needs a partner, brother." and <laughs> Oh, Triple H, well. We we got somebody
0: in mind, Terry. Dude, don't you worry dude. about it. And then a fucking ten <laughs> year old kid shows up.
1: Yeah. They're trying to kill Hulk Hogan. On the We Watch Wrestling, they do it all the time. They do phone messages. uh, Hogan leaving messages on Vince's answering machine. Like, (laughs) beep! Uh, You know, brother, uh, I was good friends with Hillbilly Jim. Maybe if you need me to induct him, uh, just give me a call. I'll be there. Beep! (laughs) So I cannot do the We Watch Wrestling uh, show podcast any justice by that. But they do that, and that's one of my favorite things is when they do it. the, The beep, brother! So, yeah, they're giving Hogan a heart attack. So, Braun won the titles, only to relinquish him on Raw the next night. Um, I was surprised that
0: it, like, again, you're somebody that smokes weed and you, you're you a way more positive person than I am. I would have thought you would have
1: enjoyed this, but you hated it just as much as I did. No, I just hated it because it doesn't, it doesn't fit with the character. No. Although they've been making him a little more jokingly the last few weeks, like Oh, give him a big guitar, and uh, you know now we're brainstorm And, You know, and uh, but this yeah, was, uh, this, really was stupid, yeah. this was this uh, was you yeah. know like a, a this is a too gone too far. You know, I, I'd rather watch the monster flip a fucking I was gonna say a telephone booth, but a, a truck, a truck or an ambulance. You know, this is not two months ago yeah, he's flipping ambulances, not, God, I'm over. Yeah. and now and now it's like what was the whole point of all that? To make him that beastie. And now, you know, he, he's got a weakness for kids. Like a pedophile or something. You know, like, you know, like if that if somebody hurt Nicholas, holy fuck, well, there's Angry Braun back. You know, but we don't even know what school Nicholas goes to. So, who knows. Um, Finally, the final match we got. And we're pretty much out of time. We're not even going to have time to review these fucking Raws and SmackDowns. And, uh, and the 24, and the Ring of Honor, and the Evolve, and the TNAs, um, and the, the WrestleCon, and the 205 Lives. Um, <laughs> Braun versus Roman. Uh, what did you think of that match? I thought, uh, man, uh, Roman, uh,
0: yeah, I, uh, I'm getting tired of him doing the same shit every match. I'm getting, I'm getting a, uh, sorry, not Roman, uh, Lesnar. At first I liked it, but now I think it's getting a little bit old. Just
1: Are you telling me it. you don't like... Two different varieties of suplexes, <laughs> and a spear, and uh, you know those elbows that bust you up the hard way.
0: Yeah, he's he's the Jeff McHenry of wrestling. He has no new shit in his act whatsoever. He just <laughs> the same shit year after year after year. It's just yeah.
1: That. I heard Dana White was in the front row and he wasn't even impressed. <laughs> he, he Brock couldn't even sign a new fucking deal with him. He's like, yeah, I saw what you did, Brock. I want to sign. I want to resign. Ronda, where'd she go?
0: Yeah, and and Reigns, like, every time he fails, like I feel like like Lex Luger's street cred goes up. Like they gave Luger two months in a fucking bus. Reigns <laughs> has had four years and every opportunity in the world, and free, the fans still. Three
1: WrestleMania main events. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the fans still aren't taking to him.
1: Well, the fans won't take to him, and you know what. Who cares? Who cares if they don't take to him? You know, they got so much talent now. They can easily replace him. Fucking Bobby Lashley's back, bud. Bobby Lashley's back? How awesome is that?
0: Yeah, that was exciting
1: to see. Are we going to get to see Bobby Lashley and, uh, and And Braun? Would that be amazing? Or Maybe. Bo- or bo- Bobby and Brock? How about that? Nicholas on a pool match. A Nicholas on a pool match. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get these hands. <laughs> I wrote one
0: joke for Raw that I thought was uh, that was funny. I just said, "No way, Jose! I concur."
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think. Uh, uh, no way, Jose! I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. No, no, no. Adam Rose again. I was gonna say, "Wake up and smell the Adam Roses." Are you yes. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You know, it just reeked of. Adam Roses. Out of all the Raw's previews or, or you know, the, the break-ins, Amber Reigns, I mean, Amber Moon. Sorry, Amber Reigns is a porn star. Amber Moon. Um, <laughs> Amber I'll Moon. Have to look that up. Amber Reigns. Yeah, she's good. Amber Moon. Uh, she came out, did her thing. does was all right. Uh, Raw was great. There seemed like every time they come back for commercial, there's a new wrestler showing up. So. I thought Raw was great. I enjoyed it. And uh, SmackDown was equally as good. Uh, Paige is now the SmackDown g- general manager. So uh, that's great. Uh, her movie's coming out Fighting with My Family. So, yeah. Uh, I was getting tired of seeing that promo by the end of the <laughs> weekend. It's, it's Paige's final push. <laughs> that's, a, that's another movie, a film by Brad Maddox. But. Um, <laughs> But that's uh, that's horrible. That's horrible. But uh, we're gonna probably have to go out on that. But the Smackdowns I thought were decent. The 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 Raws I thought was decent. On on all and all, all said and done, uh, you know I give it a solid B B out of uh, a B, maybe even a B plus. So <laughs> you'd give it a B out of B. <laughs> I give it a B. Yeah, you know I give it a B out of those out of a bunch of letters in the alphabet. Uh-huh. I give it a solid B. Like, uh, yeah. you know, A-plus being the best and uh, F-being the worst. Uh, I think it was a B, C-plus, or uh, definitely a B. Something, Maybe even a B-minus. Who knows? But I definitely think it was uh, a solid card and a solid week of, uh, of wrestling. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And uh, sweet. And I wish you were here to hook up the network uh, because uh, I'm bored. I got nothing else going on tonight. Yeah, I so, wish you wouldn't eaten or eaten. Holy shit! I wish you wouldn't have eaten my leftover chicken. That was the that the, uh, was the little man. And then just send me a text. That was the little man. We all I've seen him. The little man went he, he and then he left. Yeah, yeah, There, you could you could probably go out on that. Can you explain to the the little man is uh, the listeners what the little man is. The little man is a uh, is a little man. He he hides in our kitchen. And sometimes when you have delicious foods, um, the little man will, will just go in and take it and he'll eat it. And, uh, there are other little men's, um, like this is like the little man that I saw, he was pissed off about the chicken. Cause he said another little man got in there and ate half the skin off it. Who just eats half the fucking skin on a KFC fucking, and doesn't even eat the chicken. Just eats the fucking skin. Well, the answer is the little man from Jeff McHenry's room. I'll tell you that. Um, That's right. There are little men in our house. We've never seen them, but we know they exist. When well, when, like for example, for example, half my goddamn food's been eaten. Or how about when when the, I go to my ice cream and I go to get my ice cream out and then I left off the lid and all the ice cream's gone. It's been refilled with just water. <laughs> so I didn't know. It felt like ice cream, but no. And the weight wise, it matched the ice cream. But the little man has replaced my ice cream with fucking water. This is these are the things the little man does, and the little man's an asshole. He's, uh, I believe his name is Hornswoggle, but you know, or Enzo. Maybe it's Enzo. That's what Enzo does these days. Um, Jeff, where can we catch you online, and where uh, what's going on with you? What do you have coming up? Yeah. I'm doing the investors group uh, comedy
0: tour. They'll have uh, dates at uh, the IG website, uh, I would assume soon, so go to investorsgroup.com. That's uh, September and October. Uh,
1: All right. Other than that, <laughs> boy, the summer's looking pretty fucking bare, pal. Well, so. this is going to air This is gonna air tomorrow, so we're not looking December. We're looking, like, how about in the next few weeks? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I was going to say, if the little man... Could grubby hands off my <laughs> The fries are safe. <laughs> and you and, and you got a brand new bag of chips. August. You got a brand new bag of chips. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I'll be at the uh, London uh, Yuck Yucks uh, May 4th and 5th. I'll be uh, doing a fundraiser for Parkinson's research at the Centrepoint Theatre in Ottawa uh, April 21st. And, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I'll be Googling, uh, you know, uh, physical health issues that I don't have and having you uh, talk me off the
1: ledge. Well, that sounds like uh, a regular week in this house. Um, (laughs) Jeff will also be uh, watching the playoffs without sound, Uh, the NHL playoffs, because he does not, like, he, if his team starts losing, it's because of the commentators so they have their voices have to go away. Um, that makes total sense. Hey folks, thank you for joining us on the show and uh, thank you um, for uh, joining us as I just said that. Um, <laughs> remember to check us out on all the social medias that I said at the beginning of the show, TNW pod on Twitter uh, talking wrestling podcast on the Instagram, uh, talking wrestling, in Gmail. And talking Wrestling on Facebook. Also, uh, give us a rating, five-star rating and a review. And we'll send you out a 1980s uh, wrestling postcard. And also, we're going to figure out for next week some sort of Hacksaw Jim Duggan giveaway. Because I will be getting 8x10s uh, from him signed for you, the fans. Uh, So that's what the giveaway is. Probably 8x10s autographed by Hacksaw. Um, Maybe his biography. I don't know. All depends if I'm done reading it by then so um yeah there's that too so folks uh thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears and thank you for joining us on uh, never sleep networks talking wrestling uh i'm case Gordon. you guys have a great day thank you bye now
0: never sleeps network